the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. We say we're not as bad as we think. Meanwhile, God says we're worse than we could possibly imagine. But take heart. His grace is greater than we can imagine. More next on Truth For Today. It was Walter Scott who said, What a tangled web we weave when first we practice to deceive. And he's right, you know. We do tend to practice deception when we start weaving that false truth of self-worth. The peril of self-deception is the subject of our time today on Truth For Today with Pastor Phil Howard. Welcome to the program. Won't you join us? 2 Corinthians chapter 13, that's where we catch up with Pastor Phil on today's broadcast of Truth For Today. And stick around. The close of the program will tell you how to get free tickets for our Truth For Today listener celebration November 2nd. Right now, here's Pastor Phil. Are you here? you got to know all the right language. I, I know some people going to hell that will fight with me over their doctrines. I called a woman one time that was half drunk. She cussed me saying she was saved. Don't you tell me I'm not saved. I got my eternal security, you so-and-so. Ah, she had to cuss to prove that she really was in eternally secure. We got all this stuff going on in the church. I'm living with my girlfriend. I just recently, uh, this gal... Uh, goes to another church and uh, does this, loves that church, and boom, just got on the plane with a boyfriend and just spend all the weekend there, get a hotel, sleep together all weekend. My standing's good. It's all a part of my Christianity. I don't need a God telling me who I can sleep with. This is American Christianity. That's why it's a miracle churches like us even exist. Because you're saying, I wouldn't attend that church if I didn't believe the Bible. I'm not going to let a preacher tell me what I can do. I'll buy George. I'll get me a preacher to tell stories and leave my life alone. But if you're a Bible lover, you know God's word is the final authority. Not me. You can get another pastor. You can get another church. But you can't get another Bible. And you can't get another God. He makes the rules. Now, now, let's, after all that, let's examine yourself and myself. And and I've got just one point today. Jesus Christ alone saves. Isn't that simple? Uh, Jesus Christ alone will save you. Look at Romans 4. What other book? We'll make it clear. Romans 4. He's talking about Abraham. And there's three things I want you to get from this verse. Three things. To him who does not work. Number one. Listen to verse 4. We pick it up. 
Now to the one who works, his wages are not counted as a gift, but as his due. If you work for it, I owe it to you. And to the one who does not work. That's number one. Number two. But believes in him who justifies the ungodly. That's two. His faith is counted, imputed, put to his credit as righteousness. Their lawless deeds in seven are forgiven. Verse eight. God doesn't even charge them for their sins. Christ became what I was, my sin. I become what he is, his righteousness. This exchange. He becomes what I was as my substitute. And I have become what he is. His righteousness is put to my credit. Three things. To him who does not work. Listen to me. What are you trusting to get you to heaven? What work are you counting on? What are you relying on to get you to heaven? Uh, you, the best you do is filthy rags. There is nothing you can do to earn eternal life. The work has to be done by Jesus Christ and him alone. Two, all that is asked is that you believe in the Lord Jesus. Now let me say this. Faith does not save, but what faith receives. By faith, it's the hand, the empty hand. Nothing in my hand to thee I bring, the, the songwriter wrote. Jesus said, I am eternal life. I am the bread of life. I am the water of life. He that believeth, he that believeth, and there's your hand. The hand is he will receive me as water, receive me as the bread from heaven. He who believes. But believing is not what saves. It's the instrument that lays hold of the Savior. Christ alone saves. Faith does not save. But it's the instrument. Faith alone in Christ alone by God's amazing grace alone, he saves. You see, Christ plus nothing equals going to heaven. Just wake up. I want you to hear this. You've got to get this. You've got to get this or go to hell. I mean this. If you get mixed up on this, this is not a message. I'm just teaching you what the Bible says. You must understand this. At the time that Luther studied this, he was a devout Augustinian monk. He was condemned. He fasted. He slept on plywood. He, he went to confession sometimes three to four hours a day. And Splatton, his confessor, the priest who heard his confessions in the monastery, said, Martin, what are you doing here again today? You, you were with me yesterday for three hours. You told me all your sins and faults. Because he never could find peace with God by being a devout religious man. It was not until he found out, I can have God's gift, not by fasting, not by praying, but by believing that he gave me the gift in his son. I received the gift. Christ alone can save you. 
And when you believe, he said, it will be counted unto you for righteousness. He, now, the word justification, I just, people, that word, just anything over two syllables in our day is confusing, you know. Uh, justification, here it is. It means to be righteous with God. Dikaios, Greek. Justificare, Latin Vulgate. Comes over to English, justification, justificare, right from the Vulgate. It means to be in a right standing with a living God. How can you ever be right before a holy God? Only when you put your faith in his Son will he give you a right standing before him. There it is. Is that simple enough? When you take Christ, God says, I'm going to exchange your filthy garments of your sinful life. And in that moment, I am going to clothe you, Galatians 3.26, I'm going to clothe you in the righteousness of my son so that from now on, I'll treat you like I treat my son. You don't get it, you'd be shouting and jumping the pews. God treats you like he treats Jesus. I've already died with Christ. I've been buried with him. I've been raised with him. I've already died for my sins in the person of my substitute. Now, whether you believe it or not would determine where you go to heaven or not. He is our righteousness. We have not, religion is not signing up for a bunch of works and hope at the end you were good enough to go to heaven. Well, Pastor Phil will be back in just a moment to continue our message here today on Truth For Today. I'd like to remind you, though, that coming up Friday, November the 2nd, mark it on your calendar, we have our 2018 Truth For Today listener celebration. It's from 6.30 to 9.30, again, Friday, November the 2nd. The event is free, but we do require a headcount for the food. So we would invite you to register either by calling or stopping by our website, which I'll give you in just a moment. Great food, great fellowship. Pastor Phil will bring a wonderful message, and we even have an auction whereby you can walk away with some amazing items while supporting Truth For Today Ministries. So get a hold of us today. You can reach us at 510-799-3171. That's 510-799-3171. Or stop by our website, truthfortodayradio.com, and then click on the link that takes you to our 2018 Truth For Today listener celebration page. And you can register right there. You'll see the tab. All right, let's get back to our study now. Once again, here's Pastor Phil on this edition of Truth For Today. There are no preconditions for being saved, but coming. And when, let let me tell you the things I hear uh, in in church life about how to be saved. Uh, Did you repent? Uh, How much repentance? How much repentance? Repentance doesn't save it will happen to those that get saved. He made, Luther said, we once believe, we forever repent. The whole Christian life is a life of repentance. We're always repenting, are we not? Are we not confessing our sins? But don't tell me all the stuff I got to do before I'm saved. 
Listen to me, church. Quit telling young people, quit telling adults, what all you got to do to be saved. You need the Savior, Christ, and he's only received when you admit your poverty, your ungodliness, and you come just as you are. You don't jump any hoops to come to Christ. It's Christ alone that will save you. Christ alone. And I, I hear this, well, I got to be baptized. Water saves nobody. Or uh, uh, I, I raised my hand at youth camp, 13, and I'm riding on that. No, 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 boy, it didn't take. I, I think I, when I counted up, I can remember four distinct times of coming forward to be saved. Four times. One time I was with my brother Long Beach and nearly drowned. And thank God my brother was there. I thought he'd hold me under, but he did pull me up. And, but I cried out to God before his hand grabbed me. You know, if you will spare my life, I'll live for you. Within three days, I was back to cussing. I was back to the old life, but I was scared to death. I knew I'd go to hell. But I was in many a meeting where my heart would be moved and stirred. And I went forward. And I was sincere about it. For some reason, it didn't take. I shed tears. I was, I was always aware of hell. And you grew up in my house, and you heard about prophecy all the time, and Jesus is coming, and the lake of fire, and Armageddon. Believe me, friend, I was aware judgment was coming. I need to be scared. I knew I was unsaved. But I went, and I always wondered, why didn't it take? Why do I keep going back? I was afraid to become a Christian, because I, I grew up with people, they were strict, they were old-time Pentecostals. We didn't wear makeup. We didn't go to shows. Uh, we didn't chew, and we didn't go with the girls that did. I mean, we had all these standards, all these lifestyle issues. And that was, that's okay. But I, to me, I had to do all that in order to really be saved. You're not saved based on any of that. You're not saved if you raise your hand today to say you want to be saved. Unless your hand takes hold of Christ, you won't be saved. You need Christ. You need Christ. No preconditions. I, uh, even our faith is a gift. Don't make it a condition. He calls us to believe but faith. But when you read the Ephesians 2, the gift of God is a salvation that includes faith. He enabled a dead man to get out of the coffin and to embrace Christ. How do dead men believe? Tell me. God has to resuscitate us. He has to give us the life to even receive his son. Preconditions. A lot of churches today, if we were biblical, we'd have a Friday night circumcision service. That's what he told him in Galatians. If you say a man has to be circumcised to be justified, you have made the cross of Christ of no effect. But you see, that was taught in the early church. We kind of laugh at it because it doesn't even touch us. Wait, wait, wait. I, I just received Christ. No, no, no. That won't get you to heaven. Have you been circumcised? Oh, by the way, have you changed your diet? Have you given up bacon? Have you gone kosher? said, no, I haven't. said, you're not saved. 
You're not saved. And I think of uh, uh, it is so easy in every church group to start adding the hoops, adding the other thing. Uh, you got to look this way. You got to act this way. You got well, Matt, wait. You got to be where I went to school. You got to be Republican. I knew one Democrat in Dallas. If you're a Republican in Contra Costa, you just don't tell anyone. Oh, yeah. We got all these measurements. How could you? How could you? Who saves? See, I'll give you an example. We started this church in the 60s, winding down. We started 71. Kids are still doing drugs. Most kids still in immoral lives, all this. And here I came out of a, a strict background. And so, uh, uh, Carolyn, on the way home, we laugh about this now. Says, I don't think any of those kids are saved. They don't look like us. They don't act like us. Micro minis, hickeys all over the neck, no morals, no anything. And Knock off a joint before you go in for the Bible study. You know, get you in the mood, honey. Kind of, I'm in the mood for the word. I'm high. Okay, okay. Uh, go in there. And I, coming out of this background of a lot of uh, do's and don'ts and whatever, saved, many saved people, but a lot of young people washed out. They couldn't do the do's and the don'ts. You see, God doesn't save people because they keep rules. God doesn't save people because they keep... Young people, get me straight. You heard me say that. And you know what? I knew most of these kids lived a lifestyle out... I didn't know where they were, really. But I said to myself, the gospel either saves and cleanses the life up, or it doesn't. And if it doesn't, I'm going to get out of the religion business. This is it. Because he said, the grace of God teaches you to live godly and holy. Titus 2, 11, 12 through 14. And I thought, Lord, Valley's going to be my laboratory to see, is it legalism that changes you? Is it a bunch of do's and don'ts and religious works? Or is it Christ alone that once he's trusted, will he change the life? Had a gal come to me and said, your dress offends me. I said, well, you, I didn't know I dressed that provocative. Because I wore suits in those days and, you know, tie and I dressed like, and she said, that offends me. And I said, and why is that? She said, you look like the establishment. And we're in a dance hall, whatever. And I looked at her and I said, well, you look like the mamas and the papas. Because <laughs> she wore moo-moos. Big girl. And she's walked in there in a moo-moo. But she was sincere about it. She said, you look too conservative for all of us wild kids. Different lifestyles. All of that. But I just kept preaching Romans, the grace of God. And God changed them without a rule. The Spirit of God, the real Christ changed them. You didn't change them. I didn't change them. God changed them.
We don't think God can carry through. What people need is Christ alone saves. Jesus saves. Not your faith, not your repentance, not your lordship. Jesus saves. None of your works. He enables you to believe. He enables you to repent. He enables you to want to follow. But quit saying that's what saves. Jesus saves. My father used to tell the story. He was in the San Joaquin Valley, landed there in 36, moved up to the Fresno area about 42. My sister Ruth was born in Clovis, but he moved out to work on a dam, the Friant Dam. And they, they were just squatters uh, at the foot of that dam, took their baths in the San Joaquin River, poor white trash, poor oakies, grapes of wrath people. And uh, went to this little church. And they finally grew enough. They thought, we need to join this certain organization. And uh, so the superintendent of this group that they were going to join up with came out, observed the church, and looked at it and see if they were uh, qualified to be a part of their denomination. And... uh, the superintendent met with the pastor and he said, uh, you know, I, I notice your women don't wear hose. This is 1942. Anybody know about Fresno, California? Did you know it gets hot? There's a boy who grew up Fresno. 110 degrees or 105 in the summer. Ha- has anybody here ever got close to picking cotton? I mean, get close. There's a few. It's a brutal thing. It's so hard on the... Now, now imagine, he's got a church full of farmers, church full of folks picking fruit, doing cotton. Could you imagine what it would do to a pair of hose? <laughs> Working out there in 105 degrees, picking cotton. And now this guy says, I'm not sure of your standing before God. And the pastor, he thought about it. He said, you know, sir, the God I serve saved him without hose. (laughs) And we'll just trust him to get us all the way. See, we're always trying to clean up, folks. You can't clean me up. You can't clean up the rebel. Jesus alone cleanses. Jesus alone saves. Why don't we get them to Jesus? Get them to Jesus. Oh, you're on drugs? Oh, you're a great candidate, you godless, wretched old sinner, you. Are you immoral? Well, welcome. He saves sinners. It doesn't matter what brand you are. Are you godless? Yeah, yeah, but I'm going to clean up. You can't clean up. You're, you're just, you're, you're filled in his sight from the crown of your head to the sole of your feet. Why don't you just simply say, just as I am, without one plea, but that your blood was shed for me. And with that, we come to the end of our time together here on Truth For Today, the ministry of Valley Bible Church here in Hercules with our teacher and pastor, Pastor Phil Howard. 
As we close out our program today, we would invite you to contact us. Let us know how the broadcast has encouraged you, has ministered to your walk and relationship with Christ. Now, there are a couple of ways that you can contact us. By phone, obviously the easiest, 855-833-9864. Again, simply call 855-833-9864. You can also write to us at 1511 M. Sycamore Avenue, Suite 278, Hercules, California. 94547 is the zip code. Now, the easiest way to get in touch with us would be through our website, truthfortodayradio.org. Now, as you stop by, you'll be able to drop us an email, but then take advantage of the many resource materials we have available, again, there at truthfortodayradio.org. You'll also be able to find out more about Valley Bible Church here in Hercules, who we are, what we believe, worship times, directions, and the like. Again, truthfortodayradio.org, or again, simply call 855-833-9864. By the way, as we mentioned earlier in the broadcast, you might want to mark it on your calendar Friday, November the 2nd. It is our Truth For Today listener celebration, a chance to enjoy some great food, amazing fellowship, and also an opportunity to help support Truth For Today ministries as we continue ministering to the greater Bay Area through the radio broadcast. Now, again, as mentioned, it's great food, great fellowship. Pastor Phil will bring a wonderful message. We even have an auction whereby you can walk away with some amazing items and at the same time help support Truth For Today Ministries. Here's the phone number. It's 510-799-3171. Or stop by our website, truthfortodayradio.com. Click on the Truth For Today listener celebration banner, and then you'll see the register tab right there on the right-hand side. We'd love to see you. It is a great opportunity to get a chance to mingle with those of you who make Truth For Today a daily part of your growth in Christ. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.